Good morning. It is Danger Dan here in the talk shop. Dude, this fucking episode. So, while back, somebody, actually, multiple people reached out and uh, pointed me in the direction of an Instagram account called Hops Adventures. This motherfucker bought a 2021 road glide last year and rode it 100,000 miles. In a hundred days, Chris Hopper, you know, he's a, he's a fucking different breed, dude. I, I wanted to not believe, not maybe I didn't want to not believe him, but I was having a hard time wrapping my head around it. And uh, never met the dude, uh, went down to Houston. He came over and met me at Eric Vaughn of Destroy Garage's house. And, uh, dude, the guy's attitude about it, he wasn't like showboating nonchalantly didn't give a fuck if we believed him and i believe him i fucking believe him and i was really stoked to sit down and talk to him and capture that to share with you guys chris hopper 100 days of insanity raising charity for mile munchers which he tells you about he raised a hundred thousand dollars during this ride as well really fucking rad you can follow him at hops underscore adventures on the gram you can check out the map that he posted of all the routes he went all the places he didn't just do the miles he did the miles and went and saw shit got off the bike went on some hikes did over 200 miles of dirt roads just an insane story uh it's awesome to know that there's people out there like this that exist so chris thanks for stopping by eric thanks for hosting us you guys are going to love it. Let's get into it. Extermination Day with Thou Shall Not Hassle. Check out Heavy Clothing at heavy.bigcartel.com. Man, 100,000 miles in 100 days, raising $100,000. What a fucking badass. But before we get into it, I've got some dates. Dude, I got a lot of dates. Dude, the date sheet, I just redid it. It's growing. March 4th, 5th, and 6th is Mama Tried in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. March 4th and 5th is the Sons of Speed Race in New Smyrna Speedway during Daytona Bike Week. March 5th is Supercross. March 7th, I'll be emceeing a chopper show for Choppers Magazine and Harley Davidson at the Daytona International Motor Speedway. That is fucking sick. It is a, a chopper show and an FXR show. There'll be five prizes, cash prizes for the winners of the awards for, you know, best shovel, knuckle, pan, chopper, uh, FXR awards too. Pretty rad. They're combining the two, kind of like uh, 
what they did up at Virginia City. They brought in Nick Kenzo of FXR Bazaar. I don't think his name is a mystery anymore. At least I hope not. But, uh, dude, Nick, can't wait to see you. Brobeck and Sheehan at the Choppers Magazine Choppers Show. March 9th through the 13th is the Mint 400 in Las Vegas, New Mexico. Las Vegas, New Mexico. No, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Texas Fandango will be April 1st through the 3rd in Fredericksburg, Texas at the Gillespie County Fairgrounds. Chopper Show. Antique Motorcycle Show. Antique Motorcycle Swap Meet. There's going to be flat track, chopper drags, mini bike racing, and the best barbecue and back roads that Texas has to offer. Rhino, I'm talking about you. Uh, the next weekend, I'll be riding the Pan Am down in New Mexico with the Mezcal Moto Rally, April 8th through the 10th. May 19th through the 22nd is the Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival at Loretta Lynn's Ranch in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. That is a fucking badass spot. That's right. Loretta Lynn's. It's fucking beautiful. You got the... The Build Dodge Bling Cycles Invitational, where he invites some of the baddest builders from across this country to display their choppers in what used to be a barn. The barn washed away with the floods last year, so it'll be interesting how they do that up this year. Can't wait to see all of my Tennessee Motorcycle Music Revival family. June 25th and 26th is Born Free in California. June July 9th is the Full Tilt Boogie in Minneapolis, Minnesota. July 22nd is Run to Raton, where J.P. Rodman will be hosting the Chop Wizard Invitational. August 26th through the 27th is the Virginia City Roundup in Virginia City, Nevada. Dude, a fucking chopper show and a rodeo? Get in where you fit in. That same weekend, the they're gonna be hosting what the Nomad Run in the UK. So if that is close to you, check out the Nomad Run on the gram. This show is brought to you by MCShopTees.com, your T-shirt of the month club. The only way to support every local motorcycle shop. Every month you get a t-shirt that features a different shop from around the country. Usually it's a shop that I have found riding my chopper around and, you know, breaking down, needed some help, reaching out. Maybe it's a shop that helped out somebody I know or a listener of the show. And, uh, dude, mom, pop shop, keeping people on the road this this next month's shop is keeping people protected on the road, at least looking fucking badass while they're skating through the fucking helmet laws. Custom Destruction out of Wilmington, North Carolina. My boy Wes uh, just released his podcast l- yesterday. And, uh, dude, I met Wes five years ago, five Three, two years ago, I don't know. He and Big Scott started a podcast called Riders on the Norm. We happened to start our podcast, I mean, within a couple of weeks of each other. And, uh, dude, just grown to love Wes, dude. A hardworking son of a bitch. And he's got a beautiful thing going with Custom Destruction, and I'm happy to feature him with MC Shop Tees. Each T-shirt's a one-off printed 
to never be printed again. The tags have the artist's signature and the month and the year that they were printed. Pretty rad little touch. If you ask me, you can get men's sizes, women's sizes, and kids' sizes. You can sign up month to month, or you can buy three, six, and 12-month packages. And if you want to get one of Wes's T-shirts next month, you got to be signed up by the 1st of February. If not, you'll just have to wait till March. And I got another badass shop in the works. Um, speaking of people that take care of you, Lowbrow Customs takes care of me, and they can take care of you as well. Just the one-stop chopper shop on the internet. Dude, they got products from the baddest fucking companies out there, like WW Cycles, Cannonball. They got the Springers, the, ca- the best Springers and the best fucking repop cases that you can find out there. Uh, they carry Pat's Lead Sled Custom, Fenders, and Bracketry, and Hardtail Kits. They got Fast Eddie Tool Co. products. Yeah, all the baddest specialty tools for your V-Twin. They've also got built well parts and accessories. So check all that out at lowbrowcustoms.com. Dude, one of my biggest, funnest, raddest supporters is also Knives Made by Nick. That motherfucker, he's always there. He's always there when I need him. I don't even have to call. Normally, he's just... He's just like, he's spooky. He's right there, and he's got everything you need in his satchel or on his belt, and he makes the baddest fucking knives that this planet has to offer. So check him out at Knives Made by Nick. Um, if you want to go to Danger Dan's Talk Shop and support this show yourself, there is a menu with the Patreon support link where you can donate money to keep this show on the road, keep me putting money and gas into my choppers and my race projects. And having some of these amazing guests on the show. It's an amazing thing. Each month we also give away a $100 gift card to lowbrowcustoms.com where you can buy parts for your chopper and keep yourself on the road as well. So I want to thank all my Patreon supporters. And I also want to get into this podcast with Chris Hopper of Hops Adventures and Eric Vaughn of Destroyer Garage.
huge pig, like a. No, he's pretty... really only like a thirty pounder. Oh shit! But man, those things are like hitting a boulder. Oh yeah. I'd what rather, was it? What I'd was it on? Deer. Uh, my 2019 CVO Limited. Damn. Yeah. Little 30-pound pig to oh, get yeah. out. Yeah. And hog I saw versus it for, hog? I saw it 100 yards ahead. Really? And it just, it was, I slowed down. It was going across. And I started slowing down. Okay, no big deal. I was probably going 30, 40. And I look over here to make sure there wasn't a bunch more coming. And then when I look back, all of a sudden, he had turned and running straight towards me. Oh, and I was still, what a and little still at that bastard. point, I'm like, all right, no big deal. I'll start slowing down more. But I was like 19 hours into the ride, so I'm like, I must have just been too tired. And I just didn't slow down enough and just fucking waxed it. Damn, you were looking at him. Yeah. You go yeah, where Yeah, I mean, looking. I saw the whole thing. Yeah. So that it, was in Big just, Ben? Yeah. You had a wreck going to Big Ben. I was on 99. Yeah. And you, you, you mentioned it being like how hard it was. Dude, that fucking coyote was like a, a bag of bricks. Yeah. He was all bloated, dead in the middle of the road. And I, I, mm -hmm. I looked to change lanes. And I, when I looked back, that fucker was right there. There's yeah. nothing I can do. Yep. I hit him doing probably 75, 80-ish. Yeah. And it flew me up. My chest hit my handlebars right here. Boom. And my, I went into like a speed wobble type deal. But I think because the front end's so long, it didn't. Yeah. You know, I was able to control it a little bit better. Didn't lay it down then. Didn't lay yeah. it down. It broke out That's the. Good. It broke out the bottom of uh, both the rockers on the front on yeah. the front leg, and uh, I we pulled over on the side of the road and or at a gas station. I changed out the rockers and we hauled ass. Sweet. We were in we were in Brackettville the same day. Yeah. So that was so you that happened to you guys when I was in Big Ben. We're fucking me and Kickstart Mike were coming out of Terlingua, headed to whatever that fucking Presidio. Presidio. No, no we, were going, we were leaving. We were out of the Big Bend area. We were leaving Trilingual and going to, uh, it's that bigger city. It's kind of like a college, maybe, or a town. Oh, uh, Alpine? Where, where Sol Ross is, yeah. Maybe it's Alpine, Alpine. Yeah. Alpine, yeah. So we're headed there, sun goes down. And you know, at night, I always look at the cars in front of me to watch their lights, you know, if they swerve, you know. Yeah. There's a little bitty truck way up there. And I see his right blinker kind of flicker, or his right taillight flicker. But the left one didn't. So I'm like, oh, you know, maybe wiring. Ooh. If something ran out, like it probably. Would it hit both lights? No, it just, it would have hit both lights. Or if, yeah. since it didn't, then maybe it just, it went back out right. to the side of the road. Well, less than, I don't know, seconds later, a fucking, the motherfucker lost a giant round bale. In the middle of the road, too. And I'm like, whoa! And I fucking, I turned enough in the 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 bike, or the hay bale hits the bike, like, right on the front down tube. And I feel my arm hit it, dude, and just, and it bounces me straight. And I was just like, no fucking way. No way. And Mike was right next to me. So I'm like, that motherfucker smoked it, dude. You know, like. Yeah. So I didn't want to look back for a second. And finally, you know, I did, and he was, he was fucking fine, and. We just like, damn. We didn't even stop and talk about it. Well, we were like yelling, like I could I tell know. he was excited. I'm excited. We just like escaped death. The trucks pulled over. I'm just like waving at him, thanks. You know, like wow. Fuck a round yeah. bell is big in the yeah. middle of the road. Hell yeah! Oh, What's yeah. that? A half yeah. ton? I don't think thousand it moved. pounds. I fucking hit it going seventy, and it hell didn't no. Even, yeah, it didn't even suck. fucking yeah. move. Damn, that yeah. sucks. So God, that's scary. That would have taken you out completely if you would have had. Hit it straight on. I'd have been done so. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I mean, luckily, you know, with the way our bikes are set up, yours not as much as mine. But the way I'm leaned back, there's not all the weight on the front end. Right. So that kind of like 
It hit me, it turned the bars, but it didn't like, you know. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> On my Just way lucky. back, I was in, uh, I can't remember that little town, uh, right before San Antonio. God, I can't remember. Anyway, I was more worried about my front end because, man, it's real loose. And I kept checking it, you know, and I'm more fixated on the front end. I'm going through this town and my whole rear end fucking just goes sideways. Like my, my rear end was probably at three o'clock and my front end was at 12 o'clock. Oh, shit. And uh, I didn't know what the fuck. I had to lay it down. My rear tire went flat. Oh, and then yeah. cheap ass shinkos, man. Like they're so tall walled, you know. There's no way yeah. you're going to control it at all. And that thing just fucking buckled up underneath it. I laid it down. My front end hit another car, spun my front end around a couple times, and I slid to my bike. I probably slid a good, had to have been 60 feet at least. Yeah. But that was scary shit, man. Dude, I had a blowout one time. I was coming down 281, and I was passing cars, like when you shouldn't pass them, so I could only be like in the middle like in the middle of the two lines in the middle yeah. of the road because there's traffic coming. And I'm going, and I look over, and I got this lady. I'm passing her. I'm looking. She's looking at me with this freaked out look <laughs> in her face. And then, bam, I get a flat, and my handlebars almost, and they do Holy a rock shit. to the left and rock over and almost hit the window that she's looking at me through. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> shit. Slow down. Didn't pass her. Fucking swerved over Hell. to the side of the road. Shit. Just like. That's where you don't want it to happen when you're like inches from a fucking no. giant yeah. cage yeah, rolling no, down the road. Not at all. Yeah. I had an 18 wheeler blow out next to me. Oh shit. Like the shrapnel went, like I just remember feeling it behind me and seeing it go in front of me. Like, dude, that, what the fuck just said? Like, you know, when something, an explosion happens like that, like those, those 18 wheeler tires. Loud. I had a buddy do that and he hit the tire. Totally his bike, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, blew out right beside him. He wound up hitting it. So. I don't know how I got so lucky. Like, yeah. nothing. I felt like pieces hit me, but all the big pieces just fucking went around me yeah. somehow. Yeah, like you had this force field around No, you. I got, it's like a luck field. Like <laughs> right. a, I'm like the most yeah. luckiest, like, unlucky person ever. I feel ever. like I got a little bit of that, too. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I after think these so. stories, I believe it. Yeah. I, one time I was behind an AT where like a flatbed. West Texas, you know, West Texas and Midland, Odessa, there's shit all over the roads out there. Wrenches, right. fucking tight, yeah. like, just shit. And I swerve, we're in the fast lane, and I kind of just go over to the middle so I can see further around him to see if it's worth passing him in the slow lane. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I did that, he ran over a fucking, a, you know, scorpion tail, piece of tire. So I, the tire, I'm right behind the back wheels. I swerve over to the middle lane. He runs over, and I see this giant piece of tire just fly up to, like, right where my body was. Holy you know, like, shit. I was just like, okay, maybe that's why you don't tailgate fucking 18-wheelers yeah. in West Texas, <laughs> you know? Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, God, lucky. Crazy. Well, Chris, dude, uh, you were brought to my attention by a handful of people, like uh, multiple people. I think the first couple... I didn't even really dig in too much, right? Like I didn't, I don't know, I didn't click through. And then my buddy Ricky Bongos was like, you gotta interview this guy. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what is this? And I go through a hundred days of insanity. Is that what they're calling it? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. A hundred yeah. days of insanity is exactly what that is. It was fun though. A hundred thousand miles in a hundred, all I can think about is the amount of maintenance, just assuming the motor and the transmission are fine, that you have to do 
over the course of a few years of putting 100,000 miles on a bike, you know, from tires to mm -hmm. oil to batteries to electrical, charging, you know, lights, like just, just the things. And then just get all that work done in 100 days on top of riding 1,000 miles each day of that 100 days. How in the fuck <laughs> did you do this? Man, it was crazy, I'll tell you. But uh, as far as the maintenance, I mean, believe it or not, I had... You know, luckily, no issues at all. Um, I mean, the, the, the bike ran flawlessly. Uh, the guys, uh, you know, my home dealer's Republic out of now, Stafford. What, now, tell everybody what kind of bike this was. And Yeah, it's a, a 2021 uh, Road Glide Limited. Okay. So I bought it new specifically for this. So my plan was initially, as soon as I took delivery of it, to take off, and that's when the ride started. No way. Uh, no, no like, smile wow. customizations or nothing? You no, were just going to leave and, the dealership? And that's why it really didn't work out that way, because I wanted to put, uh, the, the, really the only things that I did was put um, Olin shocks on it, front and rear. So I drove up to Dallas, had the guy up there, um, Carol Burks, I don't know if you know, you know, suspended by Smarty, he's like the wizard of of suspensions. Oh, dude, wizard uh, people, I mean, suspension people are wizards. When yeah, you can find yeah. a good one, they're wizards. So I drove up there, had him put that on, I came back, uh, then I had to put my auxiliary fuel tank on. Uh, I'm sure if you saw pictures of the bike, you saw the big tank on the back. Yeah, so yeah. I had a five-gallon auxiliary. It was five, five gallons. gallons. Uh, so I had to put that on. Was that a two-piece tank? Because it looked like it was round and then a square box beneath That's it. That's just a mounting bracket, just what okay. it mounts to and sits on. Okay. Uh, it's mounted, it's drilled, you know, clamped to that box and those got two uh, brackets down the side to mount to the frame. Is that so, custom or do you find yeah, some? No, it's, yeah, no, it's all, yeah. all custom. So cool. simple. It can be taken off in less than five minutes. I mean, it's two bolts, one on each side and then a quick disconnect. What's on it the bolting hose. to? Uh, the, the frame. Like when you open the saddlebags right inside, there's a, a couple of holes Okay. Uh, where there's a bracket already there. We just drilled right into that or screwed right into that. So Perfect. Uh, so it's, it's super easy. I mean, less than five minutes, you can have it off. Uh, Was there you know, a fuel pump in that or was it gravity fed? Gravity fed. Damn. Fed. So it, it's just it's. So it would just fill up your tank. Yeah, that way it runs right feed under the tank, and we're tapped right in, tapped right into the tank there. So when you take the the housing off or whatever, it's drilled and tapped right into that. So I just reach back and flip a lever, and it it drains in there. So that way you can still use your gas gauge. Too. Oh yeah, if you can see it fill up. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah, okay. yeah, absolutely. So I'd wait till I get to about half a tank, and then reach back and open it up. I mean, if it was just sitting there stationary, it would fill the tank and. 20 to 30 minutes but obviously as you're riding you know if you're going up a hill no gas is going in there because it's gravity right fed. Yeah. so as you're riding and turns and hills and all this i mean it would take anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours to fill just depending on how it's riding oh shit so how, and how many how much gas did the bike hold stock six six gallons so you're rolling 11, 11, gallons. 11 gallons yeah and that bike gets what like 40 something to the gallon Probably not quite that. Uh, I could get with a with an extra tank. I could get anywhere between four to four fifty uh, before I stop. Four hundred fifty miles before I stop. I usually stopped around that three fifty to four hundred mark. Now, did that you have about... a fucking catheter going out the leg? <laughs> I did. I did. No, no, you were no. just holding it, dude. Yeah, a lot, a lot of guys ride with that, but I, I didn't. It, it just, I don't know. It worked out. I mean, occasionally I would have to stop, but most of the time I could. I could All right, it let's take a step back. Before, like, how much planning, like, how long have you been planning this trip? Uh, it's been in my head for for a while. I was supposed to actually do it last year in 2020. Then the, the Hoka Hay got pushed back to, to August, and I knew starting after that it was going to be too late in the year. Uh, I would get hit by weather. So they still doing the Hoka Hay? Oh, yeah. Yep, it's coming up this year, ready to go. Damn. So, I, built, I built a set of uh, pipes for a, a buddy of mine. He was in the, in the Boost Fighters. Uh, on a panhead, 
Okay. And he did the hokahe with it. I don't what, know how uh, far he went, but no, no. Um, oh man, what is it? What is his name? Ooh, uh, Hyde. Hyde. Yes. Yeah. 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 He he almost <laughs> cool made dude. it. Yeah. He, he had lighting issues. Yes. Yeah. He had yeah. a generator or something like that go out. Yeah. On him. So he 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 said he's ready to go. He's he's got it fixed and pan head again. Finish. Yeah. Yeah. Last time I talked to him, that's what he said. So I mean, that's how, how many times have you done the hook a? Twice. Okay. Eighteen and twenty. This would be my third time. Cool. So ninth place and fifth place. Damn, how many people are competing in that now? A couple hundred. Wow. Yeah, there'll be a lot more this year. They changed it up a little bit, so there'll be a lot more. So your first year you got ninth? Ninth, yeah. Fluke, got lucky. Damn. (laughs) You got got a lot of luck going, dude. Damn. Yeah, got lucky. So So, uh, you were going to do it in 2020, and you were going to buy a brand new bike in 2020 and do it? Yeah, that was the plan all along. I mean, you know, I obviously didn't want to have any issues. I didn't want to take a bike out that had... Yeah, you know, however many miles on it, just hope at least hoping to eliminate as many issues as that I could. So yeah, I so the best way is just start on a brand new bike. And a lot of people are listening right now, going, "It's hard to ride a thousand miles in one fucking day." You know, like shit. Yeah, just dude. like put aside just the endurance of doing it, but like finding roads that are conducive to being able to do that. You know, where you're right. not stuck in traffic, you're not going through towns. I mean, it's you almost <clears> got to be strictly highway, missing fucking traffic, or you're just splitting lanes. The whole time you run into it. None of the above. <laughs> uh, I, I did a lot of back roads. I mean, I tried. Obviously, you have to get on the highway, uh, you know, to, to get across the country and, and yeah. whatnot. So, yeah, there, there were plenty of highways. But there was, I did over 200 miles of dirt roads. Uh, Holy shit. I did a lot of, a lot of back roads. And if you saw some of the, the pictures and the sites that I've seen, you, they're way off the beaten path. And there, there was a lot of just, you know, two-lane, just sightseeing roads, great roads to ride. I mean... You know, I tried to hit a, a lot of the, the main roads, you know, Triple Nickel and all, all these other, you know, well-known uh, roads. You know, I, I definitely tried to tried to hit them So all. how much planning did you put into the route ahead of time? Did you have 100,000 oh, miles mapped no, out? No, no, zero. Come I, on, I had, to, I, had the fir- I had the first day planned out. No uh, way, And then after dude. that, it was just kind of wing it. And it, it all, all the people that know me, they, they know that's kind of my style. I'm not, I'm not a planner. I don't like to route stuff out. It's just, it's just go and <laughs> if... Uh, you know, you see something, I just peel off and go check it out. I have my little map that, you know, like a little hit list map or whatever that I'm sure everyone has. Like, hey, someday I want to see this stuff or whatever. Yeah. So I just take off in a direction, and then as I'm riding, kind of pull that up and see if I'm close to something. And a lot of times, like, oh, yeah, you know, take a little 50-mile detour up using? this way. Uh, I just use Google Maps, but, you know, as far as, you know, like my little markers that I have on my hit list or whatever, I just kind of see how close I am to them. And, hey, this is, you know, 50 <clears> miles <throat> kind of out of my way, then... You know, I just needed miles. It really Perfect. didn't matter. Just right. yeah. go detour, hit that, and then kind of head back to where I was going. So, and, I mean, was this something, 100 miles, is, I mean, is this something people have tried to do in the past or have done in the past, or is this like a whole new category? Yeah, yeah, but first is, time, first yeah. time, first guy. No one's no one's attempted it, no one's tried it. It's been talked about uh, a long time by a lot of people, and there's, there's by no means am I the only one who could pull it out. There's plenty of riders out there who... I know personally who could do the ride. Yeah, uh, it just comes down, you know, having the the time off work or the funding or, or yeah. both or whatever. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah. it take, takes a lot of time off work and it takes a lot of funding. So, yeah. uh, to to have both of them kind of kind of limits some people or whatever. So, uh, yeah, I was the the first one to pull it off. So, but, how did you document it? What was how did you? you kind of like any IBA ride, if you're familiar with any of the Iron Butt rides or anything like that. So from day one, from the very from my start, uh, take a picture of. A gas receipt right beside my odometer. Uh, every single gas stop. 
So it, it's very easily <laughs> wow. documented. And I ran two trackers. I had two different tracking devices. So uh, Spotwalla, which shows your track, you know, leaves a, a cookie crumb trail or whatever yep. so you can see where you're going. And then U.S. fleet tracking, which is like real-time instantly. Satellite view, you can see exactly where you're at. It just doesn't leave a trail. Okay. So the Spotwalla is anywhere between 5 to 10 minutes behind of where I'm at. So as far as like people kind of... Coming out on the road, wanting to meet up or track me down. With those two, you could you could definitely catch up. So did you have a lot of that? You have yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Really? People come out, meet me on the road. A couple of them. That's you know, cool. A couple of them wasn't playing. They just kind of showed up and caught me, and you know, it was a cool surprise. But uh, a few people were like, hey, you know, we'll meet up here, or whatever, and kind of did that. I wish I'd have been following you before this so. all started. You <laughs> know, like to see that play out. I mean, so what kind of like feedback did you get when you started talking about doing it? I mean, I didn't really. Tell anyone. It, it was, you so know, I wanted badass. to keep that. I wanted That's to keep, the way to roll, too, <laughs> yeah. just keep, like that. Keep that under wraps. Otherwise, you know, so, someone else would uh, would take off and, yep. you know, do something. So I wanted to get a, you know, I, I initially wanted to do about 15,000 miles before I even mentioned it. Uh, and, and the buddy that was kind of helping me behind the scenes, uh, Riot, he's another booze fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who kind of helped me with it he's the one who's in charge of the charity that i rode for mile monsters that's his charity he you know he, he runs so he was handling all the behind the scenes stuff for me or whatever i'm oh, sorry i thought i heard music <laughs> yeah uh, well that's good you had I, I somebody him, yeah, yeah he, 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 he didn't want me to go that far he said you know let's just get like you know six or seven thousand miles in and then we'll kind of announce it or whatever and that's what we did I think so I tell me about the uh, the charity you said mile munchers mile monsters mile monsters yeah mile monsters uh it's to uh, raise money to help fight Duchenne muscular dystrophy, which basically affects primarily uh, young boys. Basically, okay. you know, takes away their, their muscle loss or whatever. So eventually they all kind of wind up, you know, wheelchair bound, lose, uh, you know, muscle function and, and that kind of stuff. And just kind of one of those. So how did you use the ride to, awesome. was it just to bring attention to that? Or was yes. there some kind of donation per mile or? Yeah, that and just to raise money. So when, when I initially put this together, I, I called Riot. I was like, hey, you know, I got an idea to, I can, I can get $100,000 for your charity. You interested? He's like, yeah. And that was it. So he's like a week later, he's down in Houston. We go to breakfast. I was like, this is what I want to do. I want to ride 100,000 miles in 100 days. And he's kind of kind of dumbfounded as well. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's let's do it. Damn. Um, so that's, that, cool. that's what we did. So that was the goal, just to kind of keep everything 100. 100,000 miles, 100 days, raise $100,000. And that's 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 what we did. We hit the goal, so you it, hit it the goal. Out. That's so, so yeah. sick, yeah, man. It was, cool. it, it was cool. So we had had you know different people. You know, had challenge coins like this. Two sets of challenge coins. You know, uh, that we sold. Um, just regular donations. Some T-shirts. Uh, had some uh, some people. Some corporate, not really corporate, if you will, but a couple of businesses kick in some some big money and stuff. So, man, well, that's yeah, a beautiful just money thing. From, from all over. So worked, cool. worked out good. What was your route? Where'd you go? Man, where all didn't he go? Yeah. You know, right? Easier yeah. question. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you the picture. But it, uh, it we kind of went went all over. Uh, like I said there was didn't really have any planning or uh, anything set other than just like I said, I had my little hit list or whatever, a couple yep. things I wanted to see, and then it was just kind of back and forth across the across the U.S. just check, checking out things. So, so where were you doing like oil changes? How often were you doing oil changes? Oh so, shit! Pretty much. Every every ten thousand miles, I would come back to my home dealer for service. 
Uh, had that pre-arranged. You come back to your home dealer. Yeah. You came back to Texas. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, I just wanted... Oh, yeah, see, you come back to Texas to get oil change or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. tires, all that. Yeah, I just, <clears> I, you know, I, I wanted... Uh, I really like Republic. You know, they take care of me. Uh, guys are real Where good Where is that there. one at? In Stafford. Sugar Land, right, right down on 59. Okay. Um, you know, they, they've always worked on my bikes. They're familiar with, with my setup and, and how it runs and, and that what kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, and that, that way kind of kills having to have that conversation with every dealership you pull into like hey i'm on the doing this thing blah 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 they're like yeah fucking right we've heard stories but yeah. you know now you're taking it to another level yeah yeah so it, it's you know I, I would text them hey i'll you know i'll be there tomorrow or whatever so they were real good about they I were more in. like your fucking pit crew exactly get me in and out uh, i'd use that as a rest stop too so i'd go upstairs and sleep on the couch while they're working on my bike so i'd get a rest i knew well, that so. that had to be part of the story like yeah he had to have been sleeping while you're just getting oil changes oh, yeah. and tires, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. A lot of times, and a lot of times, it just didn't work out to where uh, I, I would uh, just, you know, sleep wherever, and i just have to roll in that, that day and get service and take right back off. Just, yeah. you know, I'd slept a few hours before, well, so... Work, I did work. a little bit of math, and from what I gathered, it's like, you got to average 70 miles an hour for 14 hours a day to get 1,000 miles. Yeah, see, that's what people do, and it, it just it doesn't work out that way. When, you, no, when you're doing these, these I know these, it doesn't work out. That's long, just like long oh, that was the only way I could put it into like a, you know, a relatable number. You know, like, mm -hmm. and most people don't average <laughs> their miles per hour throughout the day. You know, like including gas stops. They're like, oh, I was going 75 all day. Like, well, you know, yeah, no, the, yeah, the, the the iron butt riders and long distance riders, everybody knows what their what their average is. Yeah, uh, you know, and it, it, it's. I was on the bike anywhere between 18 to 20 hours a day. Uh, you know, there, there, there were a few hours that, you know, a few days Holy that... shit. Uh, a little some, less, Some were more, some more. were less, yeah. yeah. But, but that, that was average. And that's what it took because, like I said, I wasn't just sticking straight highway just trying to get the miles. I mean, yeah, I wanted, you, there I wanted to see stuff. There was such an easier way to do this, and you did not do it <laughs> yeah, that way. No, no I, I, wanted, I wanted to see stuff. I mean, I think I had over 600 spot stops at various, you know, attractions, points of interest, things I wanted a picture of. Uh, you know things to see, uh, like like the the Ark in Kentucky. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's like a full life size replica of the Ark. So oh really? Stop like Noah's Ark. Yeah, I stopped Whoa. there and walked around there for like four hours uh, with with a buddy of mine, Ken Andrews. He came out, rode with me, and I told him like, hey, you know, let's go. I got one stop I want to make. Come with me. And we rolled up on that. We wound up spending like four hours walking around that. So you know that took a lot of time. Yeah. So you have so to I make have, up. Have for to that make thing. that up. Yeah. Uh, I, I rode up and went. You know, I was kind of kind of tired so i needed a break so I, when i was in uh by michigan i went up to mackinac island you know parked the bike took the ferry over to the island cool walked around there you know four or five hours just you know kind of taking a break and able to what's walk the point and, of going and doing all this if you can't uh, actually enjoy a little bit of it yeah you know? yeah absolutely that, that was the number one goal was to to go have fun i mean yeah. i wasn't like i said i wasn't going to just sit on a highway <laughs> freeway going back and forth down i-10 just to say i got the miles i mean anybody could do that so i yeah. wanted to wanted to make it fun and i like if i'm going to spend this money i'm going to spend this much time I'm going to go, I want to see some stuff, I want to see some cool shit, I want to have some good experiences, I want to get some good stories. Awesome. So and that, that, that was the plan. So, and, I, and I said all along, if, if I fall short, you know, if I only come in at 90000 or 95000 or whatever the number is, so be it. I still had fun and that was the main goal. Yeah. And I don't think anyone would have faulted me for that. Right. You know, if you were watching the ride and you saw the stuff I was stopping and seeing and doing and yeah. that kind of stuff, if it came in a little short. I don't think anyone would have gave me Was there any point where you were like, man, like, surely there had to be like the beginning before you really found your groove where you were like, oh, man, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> no, really. So, so the way I thought it would be. I know that feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what the fuck am I doing yeah. here? 
Yeah, so the way that I thought in my head before I started, I'm like, okay, the first 45,000 miles is going to be easy. Or not easy, it's going to be exciting, it's going to be fun because I have a goal. Because the record before me was 45,000 miles in 45 days. A guy named Matt Wise who lives up in the Dallas area. Get the fuck uh, out he, of here. He did that. Like, three years ago, Texas he did it. Texas is breathing yeah, some sorry. fucking Damn. mile much. Yeah, dude. That. So that, that's Endurance. my goal. You know, that's what I got my sights on. So I've got, I've got something to shoot for. So I'm thinking, okay, that's not going to be easy, but that, I'm you know, goal-oriented. I've got something to shoot for. I'll be there. Yeah, and then after that, the you're last, just like bragging rights. Okay, well, once I get to the end, the last, you know... 15, 20 days, that's going to be easy because I'm looking for, I'm looking at home, I'll be finished and all that. That that slot in the middle between 45 and, you know, call it 80,000 miles was going to be super tough. It actually worked out to not be that way. That was the funnest part. The ending was absolutely horrible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's because yeah, when I got the forty five thousand, Matt came down. We actually rode together that whole day. We did about <laughs> the guy who did forty five. Yeah, we did a thousand oh, miles together that day, just cool. hanging out together. We rode down to you know South Padre, just kind of all over, just rode together. So he wanted to ride with me while you know took over that record. So which was cool. I mean, that was you know one of the highlights of the yeah, ride. Yeah, that's like just a fucking that, tip you know, of the hat. Yeah, you know? pass the torch, whatever. So yeah, that was cool. I really appreciate that. So that's what you know. I hope the next guy that beats mine, you know, allows Reaches me out. that. Yeah. yeah, allows me that same opportunity because that'd be cool. So. Uh, but after that, yeah, it was that was it was fun. After that, is okay. I've got, I got no goals. The end's too far. You know, it's not even. I can't even think about that. It's too yeah. far away. So just ride and have fun. Just go do my thing, and, and that's what it was. And that was it was it was exciting. It was fun. It had a blast. Loved every minute of it. It was that end. That last probably, I don't know, ten fifteen days was absolutely miserable. And I think just because really? I had, okay, <clears throat> it's coming to an end. This is here. I'm not quite there, but you know, just I know it's there. And I don't know, it just, it wasn't fun. Those last few days just weren't So were you running really any fun. kind of communications in the helmet? Oh, yeah. 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 So like when people would ride with you, you could link up and like have a conversation while you're going down the road or did you even bother doing that? Oh, yeah. I mean, not really too much talking to people when we were riding together, but, you know, I, I, I could do, you know, I got voice to text. So I was, you know, people texting me or emails or calling me mm -hmm. or whatever, you know, I could do a little bit of work while I'm on the road and. I mean, I think I bought four, four or five houses when I was out there. So I can, I can, <laughs> on a motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So. Breaking records, dude. Damn. Yeah. So, so how many tires? Uh, seven seven oh, sets. Okay. Seven sets. Yeah. Seven full sets. Seven full sets. Oh, I, told the, I told the dealer before I started, I was like, Let, let's order 10 sets of tires. Because uh, I knew, you know, I don't know if we'd be able to get them all uh, in time or not just because of supply chain issues or whatever. And sure enough, yeah, five sets came in right away, and then the other five just kind of trickled in throughout the ride. Damn, so. I was going to bet Eric over here. I was going to say 12. Yeah. 12 tires. Yeah. Seven 14. Sets. Seven sets. Yeah, I had two, two flat tires on the back. Uh, I picked up two nails two different times. And, and luckily, worked out perfect, just dead center, easy to find. Took the plug right off the bat. Down the road, no oh, fixing. Come on, so, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah the mag wheels, good, dude. So. Yeah, the first one I picked up uh, in, in New Mexico, I just, you know, and I, I plug held, but yeah, I don't know, pressure was weird. It was kind of going up and down. I just didn't really trust that plug. So. Oh, right. But it got me back, you know, got a new tire on and off. So I did ran. you have to do any other maintenance or any kind of mechanical stops besides coming to Texas? No, no, I, I did. I did two oil changes uh, at Rock City uh, Harley Davidson in Arkansas. Okay, uh, that's a dealership where two other long distance riders 
uh, that's their home dealer. So those guys are we're following. Her. We're familiar with it, and, and and you know knew what was going on and all that. And they actually they they gave it a nice donation too. So stopped in there, got two oil changes. That way, I wouldn't have to come all the way back home because. If, you know, you live in Texas, so you know it sucks getting out of Texas. You know, it's a full day ride just to get out just of the state. Just to get out of here, dude. You know, so it, it's horrible. You know, it just it, that's a that's a bad time. Every time I came in for service, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be miserable. Yeah. How uh, many oil changes? I guess twelve. Twelve. Yeah, because I came back to my dealer pretty much every ten thousand miles, and I got two extra oil changes on the road. Cool. So. Okay. Is that regular? I mean, that's not even routine. That's like, don't they do them every five on a new bike? Or five what? to seven, depends if you're five running to synthetic. Seven. Yeah, usually five, but synthetic. It, it says 10,000 miles, and I talked yeah. to the dealer, and they were okay with it. And I've got a maintenance plan, so, you know, basically prepaid maintenance for, for four years. So how so. does that, do, do, do they, like, warranty a bike if there's a two-year warranty and you do 100,000 miles in fucking 100 <laughs> days? And they just yeah. like, that fucker's void. No, no, it's it's unlimited miles. Yeah, and it, and it did come up. The the guys from uh, from I would have been asking questions. Yeah, yeah. The guys from Hog, like this mile this mileage can't be right. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they, they, they call the dealer, enter it in, and, and like, no, look at look at his previous bikes, and you know this is what's going on. And the way it worked out, the head guy actually knew uh, a buddy of mine who rode to Hokahay and knew, you know knew about long distance mm-hmm. riding and everything. So yeah, I was. It was good. It, it worked out. So, so did you uh, just stock seat? Did you have like one of those air pads or? Yeah, wild wild ass seat cushion. Wild so, ass. Yeah. I was gonna cushion. ask like how yeah. many physical stock, stock seat and and that. And I tell everyone day one hundred felt just like day one. Really? Yeah. Yep. No. So you didn't no have any issues. cramping or anything like that. Nope. Like physical, you were okay. Were you doing I was, like I mean, I were you sore. doing road yoga, like so, stretching on the bike every uh, yeah, day? Yeah, yeah, you got to move around yeah. uh, for sure. Uh, yeah. Do you I have mean, highway I, I pegs? Sore. I do have highway pegs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was I was sore, you know, just yeah. you, you, just what you would imagine. Just you're just sitting in virtually one position. I mean, you'd move around a little bit, you know, a move little. your feet, move your arms a little bit, but there's only so much you can do. So what about you, the cruise control? Did you use much of that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah as much, so, much as possible. What was your typical day like? How early did you start in the morning, and and how late did you? Did, were the days even involved with this? Was it more or less just like well, miles just time. and just, just the, time? The, the, the time yeah. I started. That's I know that's the time <laughs> I've got to got to finish. But it, it did kind of screw me, and not, now I know. Uh, so I've, I've done a lot of long-distance rides. I mean, it, I'm, it's not just – this wasn't just on a whim that, hey, I'm going right. to do this. I, yeah. I've got, Obviously. I've got almost 100 certified, you know, iron butt rides and, and all cool. that. I've got, you know, two Hoka Hayes. I did the iron butt rally last year as well. So, I mean, I, I've got the, the resume to actually attempt something like this. It wasn't just, you know, some somebody who's never been on a motorcycle. Right. Hey, let me just try something wild, you know. Right. So, um, well, I mean, I was talking to my buddy Nick, and he was like, "Just think about riding your bike every day, a hundred days in a row. You know, like just 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 riding your bike every yeah. like that's yeah. difficult. Yeah. So it takes some fucking, you know." <laughs> so, like, yeah. So to answer your question, I wind up starting my rides. I usually like to start my long distance rides in the evening, somewhere between four and seven o'clock okay. p.m. Uh, I just like to ride through the night right off the bat while I'm fresh. More than like you're close to home, you know, all the roads. Again, Texas, it's a full day getting out, so I know the roads, whatever. And then, you know, sunrise comes, it's a boost of energy, finish off the ride. So I started it, I think it was 5.30 p.m. So that's what time I had to finish by. And they just wind up, you know, on, on a 1,000-mile or 1,500-mile ride or even a, a, a 2, 3, 4, even a 10-day ride, you can make it work. But what I figured out is on this longer ride, the times – Kind of, it kind of messed me up starting that day because I I couldn't get a full day in and still finish 
by that that five thirty. If that oh, make, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you know, because I, I did want to sleep at, at night, obviously, just to you know less time easier. on the road or, or whatever. So I'd wake up. I could still get my thousand, not a problem, but I just wasn't hitting it by five thirty. So I had to make a decision. Oh. Like you know what, I've got to change up this whole routine. And I've just got to suck it up and sleep a little bit longer and readjust my time schedule yeah. so that I'm starting at, you know, midnight or one o'clock so that I'm, I'm finished by 530. So about that last week is when I was like, you know, I, I had like, I don't know, 12 days left or something. I'm like, you know what? I got to change up my whole whole time schedule or whatever. Damn, after you've been doing it for yeah. fucking yeah. 80 like, days. I, yeah, like I, it, it was a gamble, but it, it was the right call and it worked out. Well, so. probably helped, like, it being difficult, that end part, to just change something up, you know, like, get out of the monotony of what you've been doing, you know. Yeah, I, I was, that new. last last couple of weeks, I mean, probably the last 15, 20 days, I'm continually running numbers and thinking, okay, I can see I'm not going to hit it. I'm like, the only way I'm going to hit this is I'm going to have to do a 1,500-mile day or, yeah. or something different, and by that point, I was, I was way too tired to do that. I tried a couple of times to hit 1,500, uh, which, which, is the a, most? which is a bun burner gold. Uh, I did it the first day. I was Bun just, burner just, gold? Yeah, it's 1,500 miles, 24 hours. Um, so I, I did it the first day to bank some time, and I only did it like two other times throughout the whole ride. I tried, really? do, I tried doing it a couple times, and I, my body's like, no, shut it down. You're, you're not wow. going to get there. So That is so impressive. Uh, so knowing at the end, awesome. I'm like, okay, I, I know I can't do that. My body's not going to let me do that. So I've got to just stop, take a longer sleep, readjust this whole schedule so that I can finish on time. And uh, Luckily, it worked out. Now, were you drinking coffee or energy drinks or any kind of caffeine or Adderall yeah, or just straight yeah, up speed, yeah. dude? Yeah, Fucking I, meth. I, yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't do any of the, the energy drinks or anything like that. So I've got uh, I've got my hydration system, which is in my uh, cooler, you know, on a hose, basically like a Camelback. Camelback, For water yeah. with, you know, i got uh, extra stuff in it, either, you know, liquid IV or uh, some Pedialyte or whatever. Yeah. Put that in my water, and then I have a, a cup up here that I just kind of, Use for whatever, whether it be you know Coke, uh, tea, you know mm-hmm. Gatorade, just kind of mix it up, just something something different. Something to sip on. Yeah, any, any kind of cokes or whatever, you know, some kind of get a little caffeine uh, boost or something like that. So yeah, so I always had two different things to drink. Couple, did you even bother choices. bringing like a bag or? I mean, you probably brought socks. Yeah, I did. I, I brought a bag, uh, but just I mean, like, like a sleeping bag. Go, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was planning on sleeping, you know, sleeping outside and doing the camping thing a lot or whatever. I wound up getting more hotels than I'd planned on, uh, but I just, you know, that even though it's only for a couple of hours, it was a quality couple of hours. Yeah, well, and it's also like versus, a safer bet, you yeah. know. Like I find when I when I ride a long time, it's I just sleep in whatever I got on, but it's not like I'm getting sleep where I fucking wake up the next morning ready to go. It's like. You know. Yeah, that's the way it is on the Hoka Hey, and you know, for ten days you can just abuse your body and punish yourself, and you know, you can sleep on the side yeah, of the road and, yeah. and all that. But I knew for a hundred, yeah, you have that to was take care of that yourself. wasn't going to work. So yeah. I knew I was going to have to get a lot more hotels. Just again, it may only be for two, three, four hours, but it's going to be quality, you know, rather than you know sleeping on with one eye open yeah. on the side of the road or whatever, waking <laughs> up with any noise or yeah. whatever. Just get get whatever sleep you can, and, and you know, jump up and. What do about it again. food? What were you eating out there, dude? Just whatever. A lot of jerky. Uh, <laughs> I bet. Yeah. Get that protein. A lot of yeah. jerky. A lot, yeah. a lot of just sandwiches on the go. Um, you know, I, I did try to stop, you know, each day, just have a, a sit-down, decent meal. You know, 30 minutes to an hour, just go yeah. in somewhere, have a decent meal. And I, I was telling somebody a, a while back the story. It was, And I was trying to eat right. Again, 
I knew I was going to have to take care of my body, try to eat yeah. right. I mean, it's you know, hard to, to eat right on the road. Right. When you have yeah. time, dude, right. you know? Yes. Like, yeah. So, burritos, yeah. fucking so, Fritos, awesome every day. Oh, yeah, know? right, yeah. So I knew I wasn't going to just, I was going to try to stay away from just pure shit, you know, as much as I could, try to eat halfway decent or whatever. And I, I guess, I don't know, it was, I don't know, day three. 30 or something I, I don't know but it just it hit me and I was just I was starving I went in the restaurant I ordered like $150 worth of just junk just give me just one of everything yeah and I just ate and I, it was a horrible decision I, I felt like shit you know it took me two days to recover from that yeah so I'm like okay so I obviously wasn't eat, eating enough in the beginning so I need to step it up you know still eat some some better stuff of what I could, you know, obviously I wasn't eating perfect all the time. You know, it was a lot of just grab a sandwich on the go. Well, that's the thing is when you eat on the bike. When, you, when I find when I'm eating like good, healthy food, I have to eat a lot of it yeah. all day. You know, like constantly be putting yeah. food in you. And it's hard to do that when you're it is. riding your bike, you know. Yeah. There's yeah. only so much jerky your teeth or my teeth can handle. They're yeah. already fucked. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's, you know, I got that. I got a little snack box up on my bike, and that's what I put, you know, jerky in or snacks or whatever. So, again, it's easy. Then I'm not having to dig through a bag. You riding, just, r- rolling a modular helmet? Yeah. 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 So just, you know, eating eating whatever I could on the bike. Like, like I said, though, I would try to get a, a good meal yeah. uh, every day, whether it be either for lunch or dinner, just kind of nice cool. nice break off the bike for a little yep. bit and get a decent meal and then jump back on and keep going. All right, I want to hear about this fucking boat, dude. The well, Ark. Okay. <laughs> I mean, a fucking out of wood? I fucking mean, Noah's really? Ark, dude? Like, who yeah. built this, and how long has it yeah, been there? Yeah. I don't know how long it's been there, but, it, it, no, it, it's built pretty much to spec as far as what it, you know. From how, the Bible. From the Bible. King James edition, yeah. or? Which one is it, So, supposedly it's built to spec. It, I mean, it's just, man, the size is Are the animals in it? Has it got the cages? No, it's it's got all the cages. Not not what I expected on the inside, you know. Yeah. I, you read the Bible, you just kind of expect it just to be this just wide open place where all oh, the animals fall yeah. into and that's it. And it's not, they actually had like, sections So many the species were born. And all yeah. this other stuff. They had like the giraffe cage oh, yeah. and the yeah, elephant cage. It, it was, you know, I don't know, I don't know, what it was, three or four levels or whatever. Yeah. It, it's, Damn. Yeah, it, it's one of those things to where, I mean, you, you need a good, you know, five, six hours to walk around it. Oh, it's e- that big. Easy. Holy yeah, I mean, shit. We, we breeze, this is Noah's Ark. We breezed through it pretty quick in, in like, you know, four hours. Wow. Uh, but it, 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 I needed more time. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go back. And so and a hit list. So. I, I've never heard of it, a hit list. You know, like, whatever it you sounds want, genius. Whatever you want to call it. Just, you know. It, well, just even putting, I mean, I've just never done that. And I should. I mean, I travel so much and I like, there's a lot of things I want to see. And, and I don't think about them until I drive past them. Yeah. You know? yeah but you if just, I had like a map yeah. with so like. So you just see something. Yeah. When you see something, when I see something, whether it's scrolling through Facebook and see a place that somebody else stopped or, you know, see something on TV. Uh-oh. Or, Put this back on. But there work. That'd be fine. That'd you know, whatever fine. I see, see something that that I want to stop at, I just go and you know add it to my little, you know, my little Google. Because you're going to be whatever. coming back shortly. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had it going for forever. You yeah, know, it's I not something I just put these. together for this. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, cool. Uh, it's been going for for years. Anytime I see something, hey, add it on my map or whatever. So what was the end like? To it, so. Was it were, were all your boys at the dealership when you pulled in at the oh, end? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like, had like a big welcome home party or whatever. I had a bunch of Hell guys meet yes. me. Uh, meet me in San Antonio. Uh, Parade in. Rode in. We met up uh, in, in at a gas station right by the dealership out there. For some more people. So we had a nice little parade riding in. That's a bunch of people showed up awesome. at the end. And, That's very you know, it was cool. It was very was, cool. I guess when you're coming in for the oil change, were people coming by and you know? 
a couple, but but not really. I mean, it was just you know, it wasn't really anything that I put out there that yeah. you know, hey, I'm going or whatever. Kind of just, get in your headspace too, you know. Yeah, I just I just wanted to roll in, get my stuff done, and get out. Mm-hmm. You know, it Take wasn't really out. anything you want to spend a whole lot of time, you know, chatting about or hanging out or whatever. So you went all? Did you hit each corner? Oh yeah, all four corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been down to the the southernmost. And I've been over to the San Diego. I don't guess I've been to those top two corners. The main, did you go? Isn't there like an island that you can go to uh, off of Maine, like a lighthouse or Mat- something? Madawaska is up there, and it's, uh, you know, they've got like a little whole kind of compound memorial or whatever, if you will, for the fourth corner. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got, you know, all kinds of little memorials and stuff there. It's a pretty cool, cool. Little place there. Were you making a post every day? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was trying, just kind of, hey, here's where I'm at, you know, taking, you know, taking pictures, posting my pictures, trying to keep everybody, you know, entertained and, and kind of, you know, up to date on what's going on. A lot of people were following on the trackers, so they could see where I was, but cool, doing a lot of, a lot of posts and a, a few videos of, you know, this is what's going on, this is where I'm at. So um, I did the, you know, 48 states in 10 days. I did that ride as part of it. <laughs> no uh, way. So, you know, made, made that. How many miles of loop is that? states in 10 days. Yeah. I don't know, what is it, 7,000 miles or something? I, I, I don't even know. So my, mine is a little different. Uh, I had the route, but most people just do that. But, of course, mine is going, oh, okay, let's go 100-mile detour here. here yeah, yeah. 100-mile detour here and, you know, all, all these things. I mean, one of them was like a three-hour, three almost, you know, 200-mile just detour off to go to go to the catwalks, walk around them. You What's know. that? Uh, the catwalks. What is it in Arizona? I guess it is. Uh, just little, you know, little metal catwalks that they built all through these cliffs and around the cliffs Whoa. or whatever. And, uh, That's it, cool. It, it, it's it's really cool. Yeah. Re- Who really built cool them? Place. Ah, I don't know. It's like old ancient stuff. No, no, no. no. It, it, it's all modern, modern stuff. I mean, okay. it, it's like it's like a tourist thing or whatever. You just oh, kind of. Oh, where you can walk. You can walk. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking like fucking something for castle walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. That's rad, man. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's I'm just, completely just all, all, all kinds of stuff that um, you know that that weird stuff that you just go see and you know got to get a picture of just to say that hey I've I've been there I've been yeah. here yeah so I had a guy on recently. Uh, his name was Alex Jones, and he did. He broke the Cannonball motorcycle record mm-hmm. this year. I guess last Saw year. That, did yeah. you see that? Yeah. He had, you know, he fucking had like a a notary at each corner. He had a tank. I mean, he, you know, he. I was pretty impressed with that ride. Yeah. Did you see? So you saw that? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I saw. It. That's moving. That's just you know nonstop, just hauling ass. Fucking just moving, to get there, man. Yeah. 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 It's funny because it was like after. He did it. He's kind of just like, yeah, I'm going to get another hobby now. You know? <laughs> that was it, <laughs> He's huh? like, I'm over motorcycles. Yeah. I move on to the next. Oh, huh. I was just like, oh, okay. But uh, he, he did some stuff down in South America. Have you traveled outside the country? Uh, Mexico, that's it. Yeah? Yeah. Have you been down to Mexico? Haven't ridden it. Just not, not too far. In fact, we went, uh, I guess it was what, last weekend. We rode down to, to Big Bend. A bunch of us did a camping trip down there. We rode over to Mexico there. Nice. But, you know, nothing, nothing too far. Nothing real you know, really far south or anything like that. Yeah, it's pretty rad down there. Yeah. I fucking... Yeah, I'm so going. it's on the list. So there's I'll, a, I'll make it some, one yeah, of these Yeah, you days. got to. I mean, it's... Yeah. it's uh, Dude, and they've been paving the roads. Like, the fucking highways down there are nice. Yeah. They got dude. a fucking new paved highway all the way up to Baja. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like, for, like nicer than... I mean, well... Okay, their nice blacktop <laughs> isn't like Texas' yeah. nice new blacktop, mm-hmm. you know? But it's, you know... It's, it's fucking cool. Yeah. 
Yeah. I enjoy it down there. What cool. about uh, Canada? They let you in Canada? No. No, va no vaccine, so I'm not getting to Canada. Oh, for real? They yeah. got a vaccine mandate I'm in there? I'm with you, bud. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Yeah, I wanted to do it and go up and touch Alaska, but no, no way to get through, so... Like it just, Man, I, I got a not, guy. Not gonna happen. I got an Indian. He'll he'll take you over on a cigarette boat. Yeah. The oh, thing really? is, yeah. If I go, park, I want to go. My bike up front. Yeah. He, no, he's this is specifically for motorcycle yeah. riders. Yeah. Bike yeah. you across the Great Lake, but I want to go to Alaska, and I don't want to like try to go back into. Like, I don't have a. Indian up there, you know. Yeah, yeah but you get pulled over and you don't have any kind of credentials to be in Canada. Well, what are they going to do? Well, I mean, you don't get credentials anyway. They just let you in the border. Oh, I guess you're right. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, no green card. Like, once you're there, it's like, yeah. hey, man, I mean, sorry I was speeding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I don't have any guns. I don't know. Yeah, well. That's yeah. incredible. Congratulations. That's yeah, just, thanks. thanks yeah. It really away, is man. amazing. Just, like, I thought I was like, all right, we got to fucking hammer this guy. Like, surely this didn't really happen. <laughs> we had dude. this plan to be like, dude, this guy's full of shit. Yeah, yeah. man. He's oh, going to yeah. have no, to go was, through every, like, detail of this trip just to make us believe there, it. There, there was a lot of that. A lot of that on the forums. People saying it's impossible. A lot of the, I've been riding 50 years, and there's no, no way that can happen or whatever. I'm like... Yeah, you know, in your 50 years, you know, all you do is like 100 miles a day, though. That was your max. So, right. you know, it is well, impossible for you. Yeah. You know, but no. just because you can't do it doesn't mean somebody else can. Well, so. plus, 50, yeah. in that 50 years, there's never been a machine that they're making now. So, yeah. you know, yeah. oh, you could have done it on the Evo. I don't know. <laughs> Man. That's 100,000 miles. Man, that's hey, pushing it. I, I mean, don't know. The, the, and you did, so that was a Milwaukee 8. The Wizards got 160 on his twin cam. With nothing, nothing but oil changes. Really? Yeah. But it's the hydraulic tensioners. Yeah, I was gonna ask what year was and it. And he did though. He did the hydraulic tensioners at like 105, but they were fine. Like hmm. literally, we just did them because we were in there, you know, to look at. Good. Them. Yeah. But I'll, so the Milwaukee hopefully get, eight. That, hopefully get that many miles on this one. So. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will, dude. Yeah. So what did any? Uh, did anybody from the motor co reach out besides like the dealership? Any like nah, they they, they don't care. Donate they, a, they a don't. new yeah. motor rebuild or something. Yeah, at we least. we reached out to them. My dealer reached out to them. The, you know, the GM there reached out to them a lot, and I just you know I, I don't think they they really care for the the long distance riders. And I tell them, I mean, if you think about it, you know, obviously the the bad rap that Harley gets about breaking down or whatever. This yeah. bike this bike was literally running more than it was turned off for four months straight. So, so if you insane. think about that, yeah, what kind of that would make just a badass commercial? I would think. Yeah, you know, this is this oh, proves the reliability yeah. Oh, of yeah. it. Four months, this thing's running more than it's. The problem off. is, is they don't want to fucking. They're not trying to promote that. Like that doesn't do them. You know, that doesn't make them money. You know, like I don't it, know. I mean, the guys that are buying the bikes and, say, and service and, and no, no. And I mean, I, I understand it all, makes it, but that. like. They just don't, you yeah. know, like they want, they're not advertising to people that they're just not, you yeah. know, they're trying to get new riders, you yeah. know, it's like yeah. the problem a, with all big companies right now. If is I'd have like, been a female, that'd be all kinds of Okay, now, well, you didn't say on. that, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If you, there are some cards yeah. you could have played. Yeah. Yeah. You're just not the right color yeah, and you exactly. got a dick, dude. Yeah, you know, it's yeah just, that's it. So. It really is it. Yeah. Yeah, that, it'd have been a whole different ball. Hey, they got the young white male demographic nailed down. You know, they ain't trying to. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're not interested, but that's all right. But it's cool that they built a machine that could fucking do it. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yep. So I, when, I think when I first saw it, I thought you did it on your Pan America. No. <laughs> no way. Dude. <laughs> no way. 
That thing is not comfortable on the fucking highway. It's not. It's just like I got some highway. Pay. I've, I've made mine about as comfortable. But the thing, I didn't get it to ride on the highway, so I'm not even complaining. But yeah. it's like, you know, it's just not. And this, I'm used to my chopper, dude, with my legs out, my arms yeah. up, and a big backrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I love my Pan America. I mean, it's just an awesome machine. I, I love it. But for long distance riding, yeah. a long ride, there ain't no way. I mean, I, I rode it to to Florida. We had like a little get together, a little party, you know, for me or whatever. And, Wrote it there, mm-hmm. and like, oh man, there's only like 600 miles. I'm like, there's no way. I, I, I don't know that I could do a thousand miles on this thing. I mean, I was uncomfortable. So I, you, I don't know if you, uh, you know, Whitney Mesa, she did the 48 and 10 on a Pan America. Yeah, I reached out to her and sent her a message. Like, man, I have no idea how you did that, but you know, yeah. good for you because I couldn't have done it. You know, yeah. this thing is not comfortable. No, it's... Uh, and that's what I took down to Big Ben last weekend. Kind of the same thing. It's just about that three, four hundred miles is about all I want to do on it. Well, I mean, after that, it gets to become not the, fun. The way I was riding it, like, once I got past 120, I mean, I, but I was like off road the whole fuck. I mean, it, yeah. I don't know. That bike's been pretty fucking badass, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to sit on the highway. Like, when I first got it, the first trip I did was to Tennessee. And all I could think about was, fuck this thing. Yeah. Like, this thing needs to be, get rid of the swing arm, the spring, need to make a chopper out of this. It's already got <laughs> yeah. a long front end. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then at, while I was in Tennessee, I, the, Harley was there. It was like their first show back. So the engineers are there. And I'm, I'm talking to a couple engineers, and they're asking me what I think of the bike. And I'm like, well, I, I really can't, like, I, I don't know. You know, like, I don't have, an, I haven't been able to, like, do what it was designed to do. And uh, this guy on a Tenere 700 kept mm-hmm. talking shit. Like, I kept seeing him, and he was just saying shit. Like, I wasn't really paying attention to him at first. And then I realized, like, he's, like, talking shit to me and my motorcycle, right? <laughs> you know, like, and finally, I'm talking to this engineer, and he rolls up and goes, hey, you think that Harley can keep up? And I was like, all right, I'm going to go find out. And yeah, I fucking right. gear up, and I follow that guy into the woods. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. It was so badass. Like, I finally got to open it up on some dirt roads, some crazy hill climbs. And it was yeah. sick. I was like, okay, now I'm, like, super fucking pumped about the bike. Come pulling back into Loretta Lens, and some fucking truck's going slow. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm yeah. just going to go around this truck, dude. Yeah. I go around him, and that truck just turns, dude, and just fucking takes me out. Oh, dude. shit. I just run right smack into that fucking quarter panel, dude. Knocks both the wheels off the ground into the gravel. I'm like, and I just gotten it painted. I mean, it's like yeah. custom flames. I've had it for like, I don't know, a total of two weeks, a couple <laughs> days riding, 10 days painting, and a couple days riding. Yeah. And I'm like, no fucking way. And I just take off running. You know, I just get out of the ditch, like, just yeah. like run it off, you know, like yeah. ignore all the pain. All the embarrassment, you know, <laughs> yeah. the fact that Everybody's the bike is fucked. Yeah. And I go back over there, and that guy on the tenier, he was behind me, and he's got the bike picked up. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, fucking, it looks, it look, like, it looks fine. Yeah. What the fuck, you know? He's got his GoPro going. The guy in the truck is, like, apologizing. Yeah. Dude, are you okay? Are you? And I'm like, I'm fine. And I'm looking at the bike. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Dude, I'm fine. And I see... I raise my hands up and I see blood fly over his head. Oh shit! And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine, <laughs> still fine. And he's like, are I'm you fine. sure? And I'm no like, broken How, bones. How's your truck? And he was like, what do you, dude? I can fix my truck. Are you okay? And I'm like, I just get on the bike and ride off. Like that's how <laughs> that's how <laughs> okay, okay I am. Or no, before that, I asked the kid. 
uh, the guy with the tenier, he had the GoPro on. I'm like, did you get that? Yeah. And he was like, nope. And I oh. see it. It's recording. So I'm like, at that point, I'm like in shock. I didn't want to argue with him. I'm like, you know, whatever. So I take off. And then he comes and finds me an hour later. And he's like, dude, I got it on you film. It, yeah. I just didn't know if there was anything incriminating. So I didn't want to say that in front of the guy. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh yeah. dude, you're a badass. Yeah. That's but, awesome. You know, that was like a, what do you call it? That was like a trauma bonding experience. Mm-hmm. You know, like me and the bike getting hit by the truck, mm-hmm. going down, getting up and just riding right off. off. That's awesome. Like, okay, all right, this bike's fucking cool. But it also told me, hey, just because it can go real fast doesn't mean you have to do that all the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I just slower down. Like, yeah, that bike is stupid fast. It's fucking stupid What size fast. is it? 1250. Yeah, it, it, it's it, 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 it'll move. Really? I, I've noticed on mine, like 95 is just like perfect cruising speed. I mean, just it feels like you're going just, you know, 70. Just Wow. Look down, 95. Yeah. You know, I had a buddy ride it, and he came back. I asked him what he thought. He's like, man, he goes, I thought I'm cruising down the highway. I looked down, I'm going 125. I'm like, Holy yeah, shit. That's, that's what it does. Yeah. It, is that, it a, is that at the same V, same angle? Or no, they, well, I don't know. It it's, it's a little different than the V-Rod. It's like the, what do they call it, the revolution motor? Oh. Yeah. I hear they're going to be putting that engine in the baggers. Rotex? Rotex. Rotex. Revolution. That was a Buell. That was a Rotex. That's a totally different. What other bikes you got? So you got a 21. Got a 20 Rogue Glide You got 21 Pan Am. And a 20 Rogue Glide Limited. Okay. What bikes have you been through at this? Surely you've been through some motors and shit. I had a... 2014 uh, Ultra Limited. Um, traded that in for a 19 CVO. That's uh, right. Had 112,000 miles on it when I totaled it. Well, I got oh, my with the tw- hog? Yeah. Then yeah. I got my 20. Lim- that's when I went to the Road Glide. I got a 20 Road Glide. Uh, it's got hundred. It's got it right at 100,000 miles on it. And then I got this 21. So. 200,000 yeah. mile motorcycles. Yeah. A couple years B- Buried old. in them both, so I'll, I'll be sitting there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's yeah. sick. Yeah. Well, when did you start? What, what I'm going to do with them, get rid of them. I'm like, I got no chance of getting rid of them. I'm buried in them, you know? So, no, yeah. dude, yeah. those need to go somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll be stuck with those for a while, so. Yeah. I mean, that bike's got to go somewhere. How would Harley not say, hey, well, we just want to buy that and stick it into our collection? Yeah, you would think, but I don't know. They weren't interested, so. Take the motor yeah, apart and dissect it and see what wears, you know? That's, that's Harley, so, you know. That's what I would be interested in. They, they don't care that much. Yeah. See what kind but, of I mean, I would think brand. for, like, the story, you know, yeah. that's the museum is all about telling stories, you know, like, yeah. boom. Maybe not next year, maybe not the year, but just buy it, throw it into the collection. You know, like, hey, yeah. look, all the documentation that you've got, any pictures, oh, yeah. put it over there, you know, 10 years from now, when they get rid of the mm-hmm. M8. Display it. You know, like, hey, look what this inmate yeah. did. Hey, yeah, look, look what it's capable of. Look what it's doing. So, you know. Wow. It's, it, it's a great engine. Like I said, I've, I've had zero issues with, with my inmates. I mean, I know a lot of people have. I see people talking about them on the forums and stuff like that. I, I, and I, I'd love to see the stats on them, but I would be willing to bet the majority of them are the ones who have done stuff to them. You know, stage three, oh, stage right. four, Absolutely. change the can. You know, <clears throat> yeah. When you start opening this shit up and changing stuff out, you know, that's... that's I, I'd be willing to bet the majority of the issues are those people. And the people on the internet complaining. It's like, yeah. have you seen the Pan Am forum? It's like, oh, yeah. my clock's still not right. Yeah. Like, I don't even know where the fucking clock is on my bike, yeah. dude. You know, like, it's just the people, you know, people that are complaining on the internet, they ain't fucking riding their shit. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, I did see see a post on one of the Pan Am forums. Somebody was complaining because it doesn't have lighted controls. Well, you just need to ride huh? more. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's uh, bullshit. You, you really need to ride more, and you'll you'll figure that yeah. shit out. I mean, that'll come natural. Yeah. If you need your lighted controls, you're clearly not riding enough. That's insane, dude. Yeah. What what have you taken your Pan Am on? What have you done on it? Just road nothing. stuff or yeah, nothing? Yeah, yeah. I, I bought some uh, some sixty forty knobby tires because we were going down to Big Bend. And got down there and really didn't do a lot of dirt road, you know, like I was hoping. Well, to I find it's something. You know, people say <laughs> you need to ride with a partner, dude. When you start riding off road and getting your getting that heavy bike in places, like beyond just like in case you hurt yourself, but in case you drop that motherfucker and it's yeah. pointed down the fucking hill right. off oh, the shit. trail. Dude, I got myself in some fucking serious shit in Idaho and Wyoming and fucking Colorado where it was like, I need like a, a helicopter on speed dial. That's what I need. It's like <laughs> yeah. somebody that can fucking fly in here when shit goes fucking bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because you can, you know, what I like riding about two lane roads, right? Less traffic. The people right. on those roads aren't like, you know, just going from A to B, right? You know? It gets even better when you get to like dirt roads, mm-hmm. you know, like those motherfuckers, you know, they ain't on any time frame, right? Yeah. And then you get to where like, fuck, there's just not many people out there. You know, that <laughs> right. bike, yeah. that fucking Pan America will take you <clears throat> places where people just don't go. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, know, if you have like, an issue out there, you, you could get in some trouble. Yeah. Like there's no, you know, and that's one of the things that, you know, like, why BMW is so valued in that com- that adventure community. Because the people that, you know, have money, but want to go on an adventure, and want to take those bikes to places that, you know, you can't just go to, they need something that's fucking reliable and stood the test of time. Right. So for Harley to even come in and try and compete in that world from now, I mean, and to put bring something to the table that is so... That I mean, it's badass. I mean, even the people that have been riding other shit for years are at least acknowledging it as a, you know, a worthy opponent. Oh yeah, yeah, they, the they did bikes. good. They did good on that bike. They did you know, real for, fucking first good. First year, right, right out of the bat. I mean, it's, it's a nice bike. It's real really fucking nice. nice. It, it's fun. It's fun a lot of fun, ride. dude. Yeah. You ride dirt before you got that one, or oh, what's yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up on dirt bikes and. Really, you know, my, my stepdad's a big enduro rider. Oh, sick! Uh, See, that's real, real like badass. So it, it's cool. You know, it's kind of how I grew up. You know, through the trails and the woods. And so with that experience, you, th- you think that, the same so. thing about the bike, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what's funny is I see people or I hear people that you know they ride that or other adventure bikes and they're like they're compa- they compare it to their dirt bike. I'm like, it's not a fucking dirt yeah. bike. You know, yeah. like it's different, but it can still get you to some places that. Yeah. You know, your road bike's not going to take you, and you can't take enough gear on your fucking 450 or your 350 right. to, to, to be able yeah. to travel and adventure the way you can on those bikes. Yep. Yeah, it's an adventure bike, and that's, you know, that's what it's for. Yeah, it's not the full-blown dirt bike to, to you know, go in you know, certain places through the woods, but it'll go, it'll go the majority of them. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, I've already taken it on single trail, that single track that... How many miles you got on yours? Fucking like 7,000. Okay, yeah. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's dude, all off-road dude, shit. Dude, like, yeah, like 70, That's a lot of, percent that is, is yeah, dirt, that is a lot dude. Of like yeah. rocks and shit, you know? Like, yeah. what's crazy is when I was mapping out the BDR through Colorado, I'm like, 200 miles in a day, you know? Like, all, and they're talking about 
Yeah, like 200 man. miles a day. If that's like a big day, like yeah. normally it's like 140, 150, wow. and that's like, you know, that's humping it. Yeah, I want to go hit a lot of the BDRs on it. That's that's what I'm. That's what I'm I want to do. For, all so. of them, dude. Yeah. I would. Have you done any of them? No. Okay, so my first Arizona one was, is on my list. That's the first my one first one was Colorado, and mm-hmm. I was just so fucking impressed by all the planning that went into that, the way that it was routed, the mm-hmm. way the map was set up, the. The way it keeps you close to towns for some parts and then it'll get you away. It's like a great balance. You get to see like every type of terrain Colorado has to offer. You know, like everything from a little bit of the million dollar highway on pavement to like silt fields, you know, Mm. to fucking just like red dirt fucking mountains and then just rocks and then like algae covered rocks that are slick as fuck, uh, you know, and then like dirt. I mean, just... I mean, everything, just in Colorado. And it was like seven days. And just meeting the people. It was my first trip to have a helmet with communications. Okay. You know, me and my buddy Randall took off. We're like, you know, we use paper maps too. So like he's got his matter on his tank. I've got mine in my pocket. We're like arguing (laughs) about where the turn's coming up. Like just having the, to be able to talk, you know, back and forth without turning the bikes off. and, And then... Later on down the trail, I run into another guy named David Mann. He's on a KTM. Boom, we click up. We get to know each other riding down the fucking trail. It's like came to a spot where I was having trouble reading the map. He had GPS, so now I'm following him. And we did like, when we did a podcast. I didn't record it, you know, just talking to each other, <laughs> yeah, yeah. riding down the trail. I was like, this is fucking so cool, man. Like, yeah. It just brought, a, it's just a whole nother element. It's different than, you know, because one thing I like about, Riding my chopper and riding with people like that, I can see their faces is is communicating without talking. You know, just the way that each other's riding. Yeah. You know, seeing the terrain ahead, seeing the majesty of whatever we're looking at. Like, man. And then like communicating like the way that the person next to you is riding to the traffic, or you know, just the way that you get in those zones where you know what each other is going to do without even right. You know, there's no, not you like, you get to a point where you don't even use hand signals, you know, like you just know. Mm-hmm. So to appreciate that and then also to meet some stranger and be like, your name's David Mann, dude? Like, I never thought I'd get to ride to Sturgis with David Mann, you know, like, <laughs> much less on yeah. a fucking dirt bike right, in Colorado. Yeah. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, and I look forward to like, you know, doing all the BDRs. Yeah. Like, really. So they got one in Arizona. Mm-hmm. They just did the open the Wyoming one. They got Utah, Southern California, which I was going to try and do that one this month. And Explain that. What is this? So BDR is called Backcountry Discovery Route. Okay. And it's, it's like a... <clears throat> it's just like a group, an adventure riding group that's okay. probably gotten sponsorship dollars from adventure riding companies, whether cool. it's BMW or Moscow or... You know, companies that are making money off of, you know, people riding. You know, one thing about, like, that most people need, which sounds like this isn't one of the guys, but, like, a lot of people need, like, a a route to go. They're not just going to go, you know, like when I was in Idaho and I needed to go here. And the road did this. But I found a trail that went through the mountains, which I would not suggest anybody taking. <laughs> right. But, you know, like, but people need, like, a, they need confidence in knowing – that they can go down this trail and it's not going to be fucked up or there's like a route. So they, so they put together these roadmaps through, or trying to do most of the states. But it's from one side of the state to the other and it's like 80% dirt. Damn. 
and they got okay. it mapped out and it's you know there's groups for every every state or every route and like as things change they make posts or you know they got the gas stops the mileage the altitudes the campgrounds cool and there's a lot of people out there doing it so most of the time when you see somebody on an adventure bike when you're on that trail more than likely they're they're on the same fucking route you are yeah. going the same direction so how long the does same it last map. how many days so the one I did in Colorado, it was like seven to nine, six to nine days. Because you're going across the whole to, state of Colorado, correct? Yeah, on okay. fucking dirt. Right. Not even dirt, dude. Fucked up rocks. like Wow. And, so, and, and since they do so much advertising and public marketing for it, I just assumed it wasn't going to be that difficult. You know, like it was going to be like right, fire roads. Right, right. There, there's some tough ones out there. Dude, there's there some shit, dude. Yeah, there's some, like, there's some really, real shit Literally like... The first yeah. fucking day. Now, I tried to do the first, once again, I wasn't aware of the dirt thing. So I was like, oh, we'll do the first two days in one day. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got it mapped out. Just do the first day and take a break, okay? Because yeah. the next day you're starting early and it gets fucking gnarly right out of the gate. Whoa. It's like sure death, maybe death on the trail you're supposed to be wow. on. And there's like, and I went in August in Colorado when the rest of the fucking South is up there riding their. Mm. Jeeps. Right, like it's not even locals. It's like a bunch of fucking tourists riding dangerous roads with four wheel fucking vehicles. Perfect. And perfect. It's there it's was impressive. a guy who did all of them last year, one, one year. Mm-mm. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I forget. I forget who it is, but I did see something on it. So no yeah. shit, that's impressive. Yeah. Have you done? Have you thought about doing like the the Tad or the Pan America? I guess the Pan America's out because Canada sucks. Yeah, I've looked at it. I, I definitely want to do something like that. That's definitely on the list. Yeah, that's where I'm. So, that's where I'm going. You know, like yeah. I've, I don't know, I've never done any iron butt. Actually, my dad reminded me the other day that I have done a thousand miles in a day. It's just out of necessity, you know, because yeah. I'm an idiot and I fucked yeah. up and procrastinated. And my chopper <laughs> broke down. Luckily, FXR Mike lent me a motor. I did it on somebody else's bike with a sidecar. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think I did. I did twenty two hundred miles in like you know two and a half days or something. There you go. Sidecar. Very nice. Yeah. But got a place to sleep, dude. The dirt. <laughs> exactly. like, the dirt yeah. is where I'm like really having fun. It will just go on these trails. I like going down trails I've never been down before. You yeah. know, like it ain't just riding in the dirt, but like just going places that are new. You see you more shit in the dirt. I mean, I guess not more shit, just different stuff. Right, you're more kind of in the element stuff. when you're on a dirt road out in the middle of nowhere than, you know, on a main road on a highway or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and just the mindset of the people out there is different. Yeah. And, you know, the terrain and it's just more challenging. Uh, but the tad interests me, you know, like, I mean, I'd like to do, so I've been talking about, I'll spill the beans now, is, is really kind of doing it maybe in a couple sections, just putting my eyes on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then doing a, like, all right, I it's saw right. everything. Yeah. Now let's fucking do see this. How fast like, do yeah, yeah, see how fast I can do yeah. it. Because that would be cool. That do it. They say they say it's an awesome ride, so it's it's definitely on the list. I well, see, and, yeah, and I really want to, you know, just like you did. I, I I guess I just take more time doing it, really seeing stuff on the road. Yeah. You know, like, you know, so I wouldn't want to just do it the first time and just blow by. Mm-hmm. But you know, do it a couple times, get familiar, and then just see. See what kind of time you can do. But the BDR, the one I did, just it was so well mapped and laid out that 
the tat has now faded down from the priorities. Like yeah. I want to hit all the states because, you know, that the tat's got the main. It's got a bigger goal, right? So there's not as much zigzagging to see shit. Mm-hmm. Where those guys that put the BDR together, they put time into like, all right, let's mark out the coolest fucking places in this state, and then try and figure out how to go to all those places. Yeah. So pitching. It's pretty impressive. Here's something cool for all the states. Let me find it here. Oh, no fucking way, dude. <laughs> no, you didn't. You Damn, fucking spelled cool. your name, dude. Oh, you've done it in a bunch of different fucking fonts? Well, a bunch of different states, yeah. Oh, that's a bunch of different states? 19 oh, different wow. states. So he's got a map of his tracks where he spelled out his name in these different no states. No way! Did you do that on this run, or was that at a different time? No, no, no. I've, I've done, so I started out with, uh, <laughs> oh, with, with, with so Texas. That's uh, rad. I know, dude. That's rad. So Texas was my first one. You can see 1,494 miles. Wow. I just decided to do Texas. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. You, you just know, tagged gotta, Texas. Yeah, just, you know, let me go do something crazy, do something weird, and did that. Did, and you, like, did you just look at a map and just highlight? Just map, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, all the right. first time, like, it took me a long time to map it out, just trying to figure out, look at the roads and right. all that. And I did, I'm like, you know, that'd be pretty cool. I might as well do this in every state. So I've done... <laughs> I've got 19 of them now. My goal is to knock it out in two years, but I just, I've knocked out all the big ones, so now I'm down to the states that are really hard. Traffic. Uh, and you know, East Coast, you know, those are going to be right. real little, not, not that fun. Rhode Island. Yeah, exactly. So, Damn, that's going to be tough. Uh, every, every single state I've done, I've done at, in an iron butt ride, so they've been at least 1,000 miles. Oh, wow, hours. dude. So, so I've got that too. So, you know, when I get out east, you know, it'll be a little bit harder. And there's a couple, which, which one was it? There was a state... I can't remember, was it Colorado? I don't know, maybe Wyoming or something. I, I could not find it. I mean, other than just doing it in a neighborhood in 50 miles or something. But Probably Wyoming. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. find There was no roads to where you could there do it. Shit where you could Wyoming. spell Chris. Yeah, but now, now when I map them out, I do it just real quick, and I don't even look at them. So a couple of times I've won, they've just been dirt roads through a field. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to suck. You know, how far is this? And, you know, so, but that, to me, it's part of the fun. You know, just Absolutely. roll up on it that's and see, see where it takes you. Yeah. You know? I recently saw a guy who, who's got one of those running apps. He <laughs> runs around his city and makes designs. Uh-huh. You know, like Paisley designs. and Oh, that's cool. That's how he maps out his runs. That's cool that you're doing it on a bike, spelling your name in every state. Yeah, I did spell, <laughs> on this ride, I did spell out a name. Uh, spelled that Jamesy, who's one of the kids who has Duchenne. So oh, I did spell damn, his name out. It was actually that's uh, cool. like 4,400 miles across wow. three, three different states. Yeah, damn. It t- took me like four days to, that is really to cool. do it. It was, it was really cool. So, Do these kids just get a kick out of that, oh, man? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's they cool. like it. I mean, so, we, we we helped out a bunch of them. A uh, kid out in California, Turbo, helped them. Uh, they were doing a fundraiser to to get a van, you know, so he could get around his wheelchair and everything. Yeah, they were short on that, so we stepped up and made up the difference on that. And then went out there and met them and hung out with them. I mean, all these kids are cool. Cool. So there's one actually coming up this weekend. Um, Gavin, who he's in um, shirts, you know, right, you know, other side of San Antonio, mm-hmm. or, or I guess before San Antonio. Uh, we're going to his school. Uh, the guy I was saying about earlier, Riot, is actually going to talk at his school. Okay. Uh, you know, about bullying and, you know, some kids are, you know, kind of making fun of them, this kind of stuff. So talking to the whole school, giving them all T-shirts and just kind of educating them and, you know, yeah. bringing awareness to it. And That's pretty cool. That's so, awesome you guys yeah. are doing that. You ever, you know who Beaner is? 
He's a he's a he's a long distance rider. I guess you could call him that. He's got a chopper, kind of a chopper. That, there's a, that's a long-standing debate. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, he he was doing a program called Into the Wind, where he was going to uh, nursing homes with a sidecar and taking these people that you know were just. Oh, that's cool. You know, and yeah. I was like, God, that is a that beautiful. Is cool. Just yeah, seeing the cool reaction idea. that these people get in the wind and like. You know, he was having some transformative moments where, like, the family would be there. You know, the dad would get to go for a ride, and he would come back, and he'd have emotions on his face that he hadn't expressed in, you know, years and would, like, communicate. And Oh, wow. So, maybe that's something to be cool to take yeah. the kids on. Jump in, dude. Yeah, jump right, yeah. in. Get, up, get in, yeah. Want to do a thousand oh. miles? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe not get in your bike, guy. Yeah. 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 Right, Mom, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, punch me yeah. if you need to pee, dude. <laughs> yeah. Real hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. awesome. So if somebody wants to donate or, you know, help out with the charity, how do they get involved? Uh, MileMonstersInc.com or MileMonstersInc Facebook page, Instagram. Mile uh, Monsters yeah. Inc. Mile Monsters Inc. Check it out. Cool. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Well, Chris, I appreciate you coming out yeah, and no talking problem, to us man. and telling Thanks us about that good journey. Time. Good to meet you, yeah. sir. Anytime you're doing something, you want to come spread the gospel, dude, you just reach out. You got my number. I'd love to have you on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We got, got some stuff coming up. Got some cool things in the works. What else you got? Can't, can't let it out of the bag right now. Today, <laughs> okay. you know? Ain't anything super big, but yeah, yeah. we got some, got some good stuff coming up. Well, right I mean, it's hard to top what you just so, did. I mean, yeah, that's... Not, not, not out to top it, just out to have fun. So That's awesome. That's I love point. your attitude. Yeah. Like, yep. this is, you know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I like, I like not knowing, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, just go. Have fun with it. You know, it's all about from, riding. You're from Houston, right? Yeah. What part of town you live in? Cyprus. Okay, so in this area. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, yeah, right up the road. Not not too far. Cool. Yeah. Beautiful man. Well, thanks for coming out, dude. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. That's awesome. Pretty fucking wild story, right? Hundred thousand miles in a hundred days, raising a hundred thousand dollars. What did I say? Hundred thousand miles in a hundred days raising a hundred thousand dollars. It's like a fucking tongue twister. Chris, you are a fucking madman. I am I am happy to have met you and had you on the show. What a rad thing. I wouldn't mind having the other guy on that did 45,000 miles in 45 days. That's fucking impressive as well. And uh you fucking smoked that record. I don't I don't even think we asked what bike that dude rode if he did it on a Harley or something else. Anyways, what a fucking good one. So, what well, today's Thursday. This is the third podcast this week and I've got Two more in the books. I got another one. I'm going down to New Orleans, going to Metairie, Louisiana to meet up with the B&B racing team and get this tank shift bike on some rubber and making some explosions inside the frame. And, I, dude, I'm really fucking stoked about it. Like, I am really fucking stoked about it. And uh, I talked to, you know, if you heard last week or yesterday's podcast where I told you about getting fucking shot out while riding our dirt bikes out at Twin Hills, you know, we didn't, we, there's no pressing charges, nobody, we didn't retaliate with lead, uh, the, the, the track or the facility manager, if you will, is going to be building a fence to keep people from accidentally strolling on this motherfucking crazy ass dude's property so that's how we solve that problem uh just gonna put up some barriers i think they're gonna put up some uh 
some temporary signs to make sure nobody gets hurt until then. So, dude, my buddy, he was like, you know, the my friend that was with me, dude, I've been riding dirt bikes with him for a long fucking time. He's never been on the show. He works in the motorsports industry. He's more into, like, uh, side-by-sides. He works for a big company that sells these giant, like, I don't know, they're like land and water vehicles with like balloon tires or some shit. I don't I really don't even know. I haven't he hasn't got any demos. He used to work for Wildcat, Bad Boy. Uh he was the parts manager at I think it was like fucking Yam Denton Yamaha or some shit. Anyways, me and him have been riding bikes for a long time. But he's been more into like supercross shit, you know, like hitting fucking jumps and going to the track. Or like riding pit bikes in places where motorcycles are not allowed, period. But uh, so I took him out to my spot now that he got this new bike, and we did, you know, essentially enduro trails, you know, fucking difficult sections of rock, tight, you know, single track with trees and obstacles. You're not really going real, real fast. It's more like working on clutch and brake and throttle control and navigating without you know, going down. And uh, <laughs> he was like, I think we just coined a new type of riding. It's called Enduro Crossfire. Oh, my God. I started fucking laughing, dude. Enduro Crossfire. Oh, Joey. Joey, Joey, Joey. Um, Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm glad that he, uh, you know. He's, but he's like fucking super dad as well, so he's got a bunch of motorcycles, but they're all mini bikes for the kids. He's like, not only is he raising his kids, he like brought in some other fucking kids from another sticky situation that happened to be close to him. Uh, look up to Joey a lot, and I'm glad to call him a friend. And I'm glad he didn't get fucking shot by those crazy motherfuckers. So, anyhow, onwards and upwards. I'm going to take a, we're not going to do another, pod, we're not going to do four days in a row of podcast. Uh, I'll release another one next week and record some more for your listening pleasure. Hopefully I can get those dudes at B&B. Maybe we can do like a big round table podcast. See what they think about that, dude. Anyhow, have a wonderful motherfucking weekend. <laughs>